guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio's ESL Podcast. Today is another amazing session. So grateful to be bringing this one to you. It's the second to last video that I'm going to be doing for my reading course, as always. And, oh my god, this is a complete the table question. Oh man, this is so good because, you know... Uh, you guys are going to hear me talking about it uh, in the beginning part of it, so I'm not going to, of course, repeat it again. But this is fire. I'm tackling this question from a completely different perspective because I think a lot of people are looking in the wrong places. And, of course, the entire video and podcast is available on my reading course. So if you want that, $57 for the full course. And there are going to be other wonderful uh, segments that are going to be coming up on there, too. So... With that being said, people, I want you to tune into this. Get your pen ready because it's going to be fascinating. Welcome to the next video. And today is about complete the table questions. You know, I've actually been looking over quite a few things in regards to, you know, uh, doing the reading coaching that I've been doing uh, lately uh, with uh, a few classes. Well, a couple of classes of mine. The three of Chiquitas and the tres digitos. And while doing this, it makes me understand so much more how to compartmentalize my information, meaning there are specific themes for each paragraph, whereas when I am looking for something in the majority, I go back and I can find it, you know, to be on and to go even further with that. After doing the four readings that I've done, uh, the complete readings that I've done with some of my students I realized that this is the first time in my in my life that I literally got a perfect score in all the summary questions because I'm beginning to think like them and I'm able to find these key main ideas and plug them in and say, well, this is a little bit different. And I think one of the biggest words here that I'm trying to convey to you is contrast. And so if we look at this, I'm going to plug everything in so that you can actually see exactly what is it that I'm breaking down. So with complete the table questions, this is a little bit different. You guys are going to be able to read this obviously on my course. And with complete the table questions, you're actually looking at the specific details versus the main idea. See the summary questions, you need to look for the main idea, correct? But in complete the table questions, you're looking for the specific details. However, I do believe that this is very unlike IELTS where you have to scatter the entire, you know, passage or the two pages worth of garbage that they give you in the reading uh, to look for some of these ideas. Again, in TOEFL, there's a theme for every paragraph. And if you haven't watched some of the videos on my website yet with me doing the exclusive coaching, and if you haven't uh, heard the podcast, as a matter of fact, the podcasts aren't going to be coming out to like June or July because... I have so many podcasts that are already scheduled, although you can get that with the early access uh, if you are a big supporter of my podcast. But nonetheless, you know, when we're able to look at some of the questions, let's say question number seven, eight or nine, and it's given us some specific details. My student always says, oh, that's in this paragraph. I'm like, how do you remember? She's like, well, I kind of like put a thematic, like a theme behind each paragraph. Each paragraph shows like, okay, this one's about this, this one's about this, this one's about this. So it's not like you have to read from head to toe as one of my students in one of the classes that I'm actually teaching always does. He reads from head to toe. And I'm like, no, you know exactly where it is. You just need to train yourself how to get there 
quicker, you know? And again, in the last uh, video that I'm gonna be showing you, complete the table questions, you're gonna see exactly how I do that. So with that being said, people, this is a way that I'm going to break it down, okay? And we have one passage here. Obviously, I'm gonna be adding on a lot, a lot of other things. Now, what do I mean by thematics? Okay, and things. What do I mean by that? Some of you are like, hold on, I just do not understand that. Well, let's check this out. Number one, it says a tree is a perennial plant. It's an introduction about a tree, right? Second sentence, evolve their structure, compete for sunlight with other plants. Trees usually uh, live for a long time, up to thousands of years, such as Madagascar, uh, existed on the planet for 370 million years. Okay, tree has a woody tissue, bark, protects the plant, et cetera, et cetera. So what's this paragraph about? It's about the evolution of tree and a couple of things in regards to how long they've lived and what type of structure it is comprised of, such as a woody tissue surrounded by bark, the root of a tree anchors this, the branches, photosynthesis, sugar, they compete for sunlight. We have a general idea. So if we were to ever go into these complete the table questions or complete the summary questions, we know exactly where to find the general idea and how long trees have existed for, right? So now a lot of you are like, oh, but I don't have time to scan everything. Complete the table questions are always at the end. By the time you read it and look at some of these and some of the detailed questions that you're going to get, you're going to be able to go to a specific paragraph or paragraphs, no more than two, to find this information. It's kind of like the no, uh, what is it? All of the following are true except the negative factual questions. I've come to master those questions because I always just look for the key words and I plug it in. Again, go onto my website, uh, go on to and just type in key and TOEFL preparation classes, and you're going to see some unbelievable training that I've done with some of my students already. And obviously, going to be doing a heck of a lot more beginning today. Um, and so, with that being said, we're going to be diving into, uh, into that even more, but let's continue going. The function of trees in our environment is invaluable. Okay, so now we know the thesis to this second paragraph is about the function of the tree, right? They release oxygen in the atmosphere, remove carbon dioxide. Trees prevent soil erosion by soaking it up in areas, high rainfall. Tropical rainforest is another idea. It enters and talks about various other regions of the world. Trees provide habitat for animals, other species, uh, other functions of trees. It's, we're talking about the functions of trees. We talked about the rainforest. We talked about what they do, releasing oxygen to the atmosphere and also using it as fuel and cooking and heating and construction. So we have an idea. Okay, what's the function of the tree? there's the interruption i am back and i do apologize but that is the end of this session people oh my god if you want the full podcast and audio it is available and with that being said people again remember that the wonderful uh early access podcast is available so if you are interested in uh supporting the podcast and donating five dollars a month or you know you can have a yearly subscription and get three free months that is available in the link in the description all right so that being said we're going to be doing complete the summary tomorrow to finish off this course stay tuned over and out